Good morning, everyone, and happy Saturday to my weekend warriors, the 6th of March. Tori and I are a little tired, so we're going <laughs> to we're gonna do our best to work through this devotional. But um, yeah, let's just jump into this one. Yes, you guys, coffee is in hand, and today's devotional is titled, Waiting Patiently. And we're reading out of Exodus 32.1. It says, When the people saw how long it was taking Moses to come back down the mountain, they gathered around Aaron. Come on, they said, make us some gods who can lead us. We don't know what happened to this fellow Moses, who brought us here from the land of Egypt. The love letter from God says, Beloved child, I am always working out my will in your life. There will be times when it appears that I am not moving very fast to bring about my plans for you. It is important that you trust my timing and allow me to prepare you while you're waiting. The greatest work in your life will be done inside of you before it is displayed for others to see. It is my will and my power that gives you purpose for your life. As a loving father, I ask only that you would not allow your impatience to lead you away from my perfect plan. Love your heavenly father. The reflection says, Whenever we're impatient, we put ourselves in a position to compromise God's plans for us. His timing is perfect. The way Though we may not always understand his logic, you will never regret waiting on God to lead you. The treasure of truth. God will work out his plan in his own time. Yeah, I I was just listening to you read that and I kind of got a little convicted because my first reaction was like, oh, those dummies can you believe that they were like waiting on Moses and they yeah. were like, Oh, let's go fashion some other gods, you know, like right. uh, how about we go find another God that can lead us. And I'm like, ha, those guys don't know what they're doing. <laughs> but then I got convicted because I was like, well, I do the same thing. I just mm-hmm. do it differently. Yeah. Like it doesn't look like other gods that were fashioning idols to lead us, but we are, Yeah. we are finding things that we're putting in, in our heart where if we don't feel God, we're going to try to fill that void with something else. And that can be a a direct metaphor to what they were doing is Mm -hmm. finding a different thing to lead them, to make them feel like they're going in the right direction. Yeah. And we do it. Oh, I know we do it. (laughs) I mean, honestly, you guys, there was a time right when we moved to Lakeland when social media, like that's what we do full time. And it really was not providing for us to continue doing social media full time. Still kind of is it. It still kind of isn't. <laughs> and, um, at least for the financial goals that we have and building this home and everything that we're trying to do. And so we were like, okay, God, well, we thought that you called us here. We thought that this is what you wanted us to do. We feel like we're being obedient in doing this, but we're really not seeing the financial provision and it's going to cost us, you know, this home that we're trying to build. And both Chad and I started looking at quote unquote, more normal jobs that have more, um, what would you say? Stability, consistent, consistent stability. Mm -hmm. And we were like, well, I guess we can just go back to doing social media on the side and we can like work more normal jobs. And you know, that's what we'll, that's what we'll do. And I remember praying and getting so convicted and God saying to me, you are going to quit right before your breakthrough. 
And it really led me back to a place of what is our why here? What what do we want to get across to you listeners and uh, the Masters fam? And that was right before we did the Let's Talk About Sex series. And honestly, we were like, we could totally get demonetized on YouTube. This could go really poorly, like talking about why you should wait for sex until marriage and what the Bible says about sex on the internet. And how funny is it that I'm not sure if you found us through that series or not, but a lot of people did. And it really was God's prompting. And that was him for me, at least to like, hey, I do have you in this lane and it is going to be hard sometimes, but I'm going to test your faith and you're going to have to trust me. And it's so funny how he always comes through in like the midnight hour. Yeah. I think the part that makes me laugh is that our two options were quit social media and work normal jobs like nine to fives. Mm -hmm. By the way, there's nothing wrong with those or talk about sex on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like maybe we should have found somewhere in the middle. And and I think that's where we're landing now. But it is just so funny that, that we did feel this prompting on our heart to create the style content that isn't, you know, the most normal style content Mm -hmm. and God like showed up in it. Cause I think one of the only ways that that would do well and we wouldn't receive a lot of flack from it is if God was really present in it. Oh yeah, for sure. And it's the same thing with building our home where I feel like he's constantly getting us to this place of just like, it's like, um, so Tori and I were just reading this book on the beach the other day and it's called, um, sit, walk, stand by Watchman Nee. And one of the metaphors the guy used in the book is that whenever someone is drowning in water, you know, if you go to save them, the person is in fear for their life and they're basically having like a manic episode mm-hmm. and it'll it'll be hard for you to save them from drowning because they're just thrashing and it'll be hard for you to kind of hold them above the water and carry them to shore. Yeah. Whereas if they were to stay calm, it would be a lot easier for you to to help save them. And so what will happen is, is if the person is thrashing around because they're in fear for their life, of course then what someone will have to do is either like knock them out unconscious or wait for them to exhaust themselves to where they can't even move. Mm -hmm. Then they carry them to shore. Yeah. And I feel like God does that for us. A lot. All the time. (laughs) He's like, oh, I'm going to need you to remember that you can't do this on your own so that I can actually help you. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. (laughs) So do you want to pray this out, baby? Yes. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that you give us the patience to wait on your timing, Lord. Your timing is always better than ours, and we cannot do this in our own strength. We cannot um, move forward in your kingdom callings without your Holy Spirit um, moving us and directing us and giving us your power. God, we want you to work through us. And um, Lord, I just pray over our listeners right now for whatever they're praying for. We want to pray in agreement with them. If it is your will, God, that you will see it come to pass. You say when two or more are gathered in prayer, our prayers are heard. And so Lord, what a blessing that you hear our prayers, that we have access to your throne room, that you want to hear from us, God. We, We want to pray for things that move your kingdom forward, God. And so we love you and we're going to open up the floor for our listeners to pray and Chad and I will be praying in agreement with them. I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence. Never fail. 
Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness. Faithfulness. I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence. You've never failed me yet. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen. Thank you all for spending that extra time in prayer. Tori and I are going to get going with our special Saturday, mm-hmm. our Sabbath Saturday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Au revoir.